With your sports update, I'm Bob Walters. Mets get a big two-run homer in the eighth inning from Brandon Nimmo to put them ahead for good. And Diaz gets the save. The Mets win their third straight, 6-4 over the Marlins. Yankees 5-3. They trail in the eighth inning. That game is in a weather delay out out in the Bronx. Coming up next, it's Locked Up Sports on 365sportscast.com. Everybody, this is Don LaGreca from the Michael K Show. When it comes to talking sports, Bob Walters and Brett Grasso are the authority. Game on the line. 1 0 to Marte. Peralta deals. Swing and a liner to left. Base hit. Put it in the books. Here comes Escobar. He scores the winning run. Marte slams his helmet down at first. The Mets have swept the Yankees. They have defeated them 3 2. The Mets pour out of the dugout. They are mobbing Starling Marte to the right of second base. He took a home run away from Roland. Trying to get back to first base. He's doubled off. And the inning is over. Andy Chavez saved the day. Anthony for three. Bang! That one goes down and the game is tied. Bing bong. Anthony for three. Puts it in. Next by one with 8.2 remaining. Ball game over. Yankees win. When it comes to talking sports, they're the authority. It's Bob Walters and Brett Grasso. He's locked up sports, and it starts now. Bring them out, bring them out, hey. Bring them out, bring them out, yo. Bring them out, bring them out, hey. Bring them out. Here we go. Bob Walters, Brett Grasso, from the Brian Gunzel Studios. This is Locked Up Sports. We are live on 365sportscast.com, 365sportscast app, and on your smart speaker. Also, anywhere you get your podcasts. Brett, welcome to the show. For, oh, wait, wait. From the Brian Gunzel Studio. Brian Sorry, Gunzel. Studio. My, bad, my bad, Gunzel. From the Brian Gunzel Studio. Brett, where were you last week? Big wedding weekend. Big big wedding weekend. Okay. I was actually uh, you got married. Yeah, not no, not for me. No, not for me. Went solo to the wedding. Nice. No, no, no. nice. It was actually uh, it was nice up in Massachusetts. Uh, big wedding. Uh, friend Amanda and Patrick. Um, yeah, it was nice. Very relaxed, uh, easy going wedding. Good times. Nice. Well, right before you heard Howie Rose on the call from 880 CBS Radio. Oh, that was nice on the sweep. You know the Yankees fans love that one. I'll tell you what, the Yankees looked shaky when they came into a real ballpark last Ooh. week. Yankees oh, look man. shaky. Well, Judge looked good in the first inning. <laughs> uh, Scherzer, Scherzer, you know what? He's worth every... They said it on the telecast. He's worth every penny. And um, I gonna, mean, yeah, until you know, until the bullpen comes in. Yeah, he's, he's worth every penny. But just coming up on the show, we got, uh, we're got we going to do Subway Series. We got the Yankees right now. We, we're a li- I said live. I lied a little bit. We're a little bit early. Um, Yankees are losing 5-3, mid-7th. Seventh inning stretch time. Mets are tied. Fours are wild in Miami. Yep. 
And Starling Marte's having a day over there. Yeah, Starling Marte. Double away from the cycle. Yeah, it's a chance for the cycle in the fourth inning. Yeah. Um, we Homer, got triple. trade deadline talk. We got I uh, got an interview with um, Tim Shovers, who it's a, it's a real interesting spot. You're going to want to stick around for that. Uh, we talk about, we get the Washington perspective of Juan Soto from someone who's seen him every day since his career started. And uh, trust me, there's a lot of interesting stuff in there. And, and He's from Mike, what, the Nationals uh, podcast after does, the games? Uh, the it's game? called Nats Chat. They okay. do a podcast every single, after every single game. It's got, um, it, it's, it, it, it's, it's a good interview. You'll see. We, we go through it all and everything. Um, Were you nice to him? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. He's not. I mean, he's you know. Just tell him like. Yeah, well, actually, when we were done with the conversation, like, how do we feel about? We started talking some uh, some. Uh, what are they? Commanders. We started talking commanders. about the commanders yeah. a little bit. I was like, he's you know, I was like, it's a disaster down there. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm like, can't be as bad as here. And he said, no, nah, it's worse because we're you know the <laughs> the ownership. That's funny. But um, so we got that. We got uh, Jets Giants reporting the camp. I gave you my thoughts last week. I'm I'm basically done with Giants and Jets already, and it's. July. Well, so um, but anyway, but let's recap the Subway Series. Brett, did you watch the games, and did. what did you think of them? Watched them all. What do you mean? What I think of them? That's one, two games. I mean, uh, Max Scherzer, uh, great performance by him. Uh, got totally let down by the bullpen. Of course, first a walk and a home run didn't take too long. Um, so he didn't get his win in that uh, victory, I, but turned into a walk-off Mets victory. So like, I what think, can yeah, I yeah. About? Well, that's the second game, you know? and the second game was the better game. But the the tone for the two games, I think, was set in the yeah. in the first inning of the first game. Of course, Yankees came right out, bam, yeah. bam, back to back, belly to belly, and it's two nothing. And you're like, oh no, here we go. It's going to be in one of these games. The Yankees are just hitting everything. They're going to be all over the Mets pitching. We're going to be catching up from behind. Got out of the jam, kept it at two nothing. Uh, it was Walker, Ty- Tywan Walker, and yeah. he got out of jam, kept it at two nothing, which was important. Now the Mets, instead of coming back, going quietly in the bottom of first, responded. Three straight extra base hits, four runs, four two right. I mean, right off the bat, that was the that was the that's turning what, point in the whole two games. That's what good ball clubs do. When if you're a good ball club, you come back, you know, and the team gets you down. You come back. You got to score. It doesn't mean you have to score all the runs back, but you get something back. You put some offense, and you show them that you're still in the game. And then you put then your pitcher comes up and puts up a zero. Well, what happened was the offense picked up the picked up Walker in the bottom of the first, and then Walker picked up the rest of the team going through. And he pitched. He ended up pitching. I think it's his fifth straight quality start. Six innings. He gave the, the two runs. That's all he let up. Um, uh, you had McNeil making. F- Barehand plays behind the mound, making all all you know all world plays, throwing people out. You had Alonzo getting big hits. Alonzo had three hits. We might be seeing a lot more McNeil over at uh, second base. I mean, he's been playing about splitting it pretty much uh, up until this point, playing left field and splitting over at second base um, with Guillaume. Um, but it looks like you know the Mets just made a little bit of a move and picked up who Tyler Naquin from the Reds. It looks like the Escobar it, experiment might be over. Well, and that it, it looks like they're putting him up. He's a corner outfielder, um, you know, decent offensive numbers, nothing crazy. But the whole point is is to keep Jeff McNeil out of the outfield, put him over at second base, and this way give Guillaume a lot more time over at third base and uh, let Escobar, you know, maybe taking it bad in the eighth inning. Yeah, but does, I mean, do you want him hitting the eighth inning? No, no, but you know what? But he's gonna. He, well, he's gonna be another bat on the bench at, at that point. But he's still gonna get his. Listen, it's gonna be a 
let's make get sure Guillaume gets his at-bats. Escobar's still going to get a, a, lot, a decent amount of time at third, and if he starts to produce... Trust me, they have no. You think I have any problem with playing Escobar every day if he starts hitting? No, he's a, he's kind of an all or nothing type of player. He's, you know, he hit, he hits some home runs and he'll hit a big home run here and there. I guess that's not yeah, bad. but he usually it's for a better average than he is now. Um, and and you can't have the guy coming up and missing, uh, you know, with RBI opportunities. And which, Dom Smith, they just completely, you know, he's completely out. Yeah, well, he's you know, you know he's out of they, rotation. They, you totally. Can't, but how are you going to trade him? No, no one's going to want him. Right, I mean, unless you're a team that looks and says, "Okay, I've yeah. seen Dom Smith last year. Yeah, we know what he can be. He's slumping. Listen, he's having if, a bad if year. If you don't have to give up that much, and he's part of a package deal that you throw a flyer on Dom Smith, he's a major league baseball player. The guy can play major league uh, ball. That's like, it. That's all you're looking for now. No, well, major at least, league baseball player. <laughs> listen, no, he's a young guy who's got who's got years that you can, uh, you know, probably get him for a decent number. He's got more upside than guys. You're getting him at, a, at the best market rate. Dom Smith at any other time, but right now. In the last three years, was pretty good trade value for the Mets, and yes, now he's yes, not. Yes. Well, so whatever team scoops up Dom Smith is making a pretty good deal, I think. Well, while I was on the interview last week, I act, that's why Brett was. I mean, there really there was a wedding, but not really. Brett was actually yeah. pulled because he was the deal <laughs> yeah. was made with Nats Chat, yeah, for Brett and for few. It was just for cash and future considerations. Fine. And um, take the weekend away. Brett didn't fail the. He failed the physical, so he's back with us now, and we're hoping to. You know, we that's just it. get the best of best of the. Best we could get out of him. So now back to the, back to the Subway Series. I'll tell you, I I'm not so. Do you like the Subway Series? I'm usually like, eh, I could do without the Subway Series. I do now that it's kind of limited. Where they're doing like two games, and you, it used to be like you know four games or three games yeah, here and three six, games now there. It's four. Um, uh, you know, this year is different. You know, this year is the teams are the two best teams facing off. It's, it's the different. first time it's they different. faced off that way. It was a it's hell never, of a It's amazing. Think of all the years it's been. We went to the, what, the first Subway Series game, what was that, 97? Did we go to the first? Well, we, no, but it was not the, I'm sorry, we didn't go to the first, oh, wait, the first We went to the inaugural year that it was going on. Yeah, it's yeah. been that long. They've never both been in the first place at the same time. So the Yankees, the Yankees, I mean, the Yankees, listen, they, they were struggling coming into that. They had that big first inning, and then they were basically quiet the rest of the way. You know, the uh, Scherzer shut them down. How about Scherzer with, with Judge? That was like a, a those, those three at bats with those three strikeouts. I mean, he was just toying with them. He and there were big spots. And there. Scherzer was they, the Yankees were making contact. They were making contact. Scherzer used the ballpark. They hit a couple deep fly balls. Yeah, he, he, he was hitting the pitching the contact. They, didn't get his strikeouts at all. No, no. no. Six, I believe. And, uh, um, and he comes in after. I seven. And he but. comes in after the seventh inning, and he's just slamming people's hands, high fiving them, and like you can yeah. hear. It. You know, yeah. it sounded like you know. Yeah, how like, mad do you think he was? It sounded like a BDSM. No, how video. mad do you think he was after that ball went out of the park? Oh, do you think he yeah, lost yeah, it? Where no, was he? No, I don't think he lost. Do you think it. like he like? I think he's a professional at this point where he didn't lose it, lose it. But yeah, he inside <sighs> he was know, fuming. Man. I don't know. Like he probably, he probably. At this tweaked. point, listen. At this point, does it really matter if he gets the win or not? He pitched seven. We all know this is what the Mets. No. This is what the Mets no. do. What do the Mets do? Even when Ray Dickey was put, was pitching, up, putting up twenty wins, they'd be blowing. They wouldn't score runs for him. They ne- we know. We all know they never score runs for Degrom. Yeah, and it's well. the same thing. It's what they, it's what the Mets do. I mean, it's what the Mets do. Giants. I said last week. Yeah, Giants the, and Oakland. Degrom's played on like one decent Mets team. Scherzer's played only for a decent Mets team. Church has played uh, uh, just over nope. half a season. I he's know. He's played on some bad teams. No, I know, but this bad team that he's teams. playing on now, you know, he's got, you know, listen, uh, they're showing now that the run support's going to come for these guys. They're going to put up, if they can put up one, you know, one run, two run games in the playoffs, that's all that's going to matter. If we don't score the runs, we deserve to lose. 
Yeah, and that's that's for sure. And that's what well, that's part of the problem. What they need, they need a bat. They need another bat. Okay. And, and listen, that game that game magnified exactly what the, what they need. They need a bat to get more runs in the lineup because their DH has been one of the worst numbers in the in the entire league. Come on, Daniel Vogelbach. Come on, he's like a player and a half. We got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, the softball player. Yeah. I mean, he's he's crushing the ball now, and you know how he's some guys. A big night no, this is like the classic. The Yankees would make these moves, you know, and then all of a sudden, this guy who nobody heard of, that's like, it would come out and all of a sudden be a stud for the Yankees, and you insert him into a good lineup in the middle of it when he's been playing in a bad lineup for so long, and all of a sudden you get this guy who, you know, who, you don't even got any started with ferocious, listen, ferocious. Listen, I I don't know much about him. He's a he's a he's apparently a decent hitter. They picked him up. Here's what here's what I can tell you about him. Just from the couple games I've seen him, he's got fan favorite written all over. Yep, he's in every guy. Yep, he's the fat dude. Yeah. He's hitting. He the can play run. Play. He, he can, can actually run a little he, bit. He, you, I know you keep saying he can't, <laughs> Bob, but the guy can run. They clocked him. Can you beat him in a race, Brad? I can beat him in a race. Then he can't run. No, nah, no, nah, I'm pretty quick. If a 41 year old man, we're gonna to we're gonna tie me in a 40 this week, and then we'll put him up against, and we'll we'll ask Vogelbach if he can beat it. You could probably get his numbers to first base. Yeah, we no. They had his numbers from second, and they were actually raving about it in the game about how they like. Look, it was like seven point two, and they had the stat cast up on him from second scoring on the play, and it was like, oh wow! And you know, let me tell you, if you put him up against any guy his size, I guarantee you, his numbers are some of the fastest for a guy at his size. There's only him and like. No, no, I mean, no, 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 no. The other guys just aren't known for running because then you just take running out of the equation. You're not thinking of running. There's other guys who are like that, but. This guy, you know, give him give him a little credit. He's not just a fat guy. No, right? he's just a fat guy. But hey, look, he can hit. Listen. And he's got fan favorite written all over it. Yeah. Because you know what? I'm just a fat guy now, too. Yeah, well, Except you, I'm the fat skinny yeah, guy, He's definitely Brad. beating you in a race. That I can tell you. What do you mean? I used to be pretty fast. I, I remember. It was 1998. It was awesome. I might still be fast. I don't yeah. know. I might still be fast. But, um... So the, right now, so so the Mets... So, yeah, I agree. He Listen, he's a fan favorite. He's got fan favorite written all over it. But the, that game highlighted what the Mets need. They need a bat, that more than Vogelbach, and they need <laughs> yeah. and they need bullpen help because uh, what deeply. happened? They blew. They blew. You can't be. That's a. Imagine that happens in Game Three of a series. That's a backbreaking, yeah. you know, thing to happen, and then you lose. Now, on the Yankees side of things, the Yankees lost. They they lost. I think it was ten of fifteen in the month of July, going into last night. Somehow that thing was zero zero against a, a basically a triple A team with the Royals. The way they've been playing, they're supposed they were supposed to be better, but they, they they're like twenty games under five hundred this year. So they're not a good team as the the Mets are threatening here in the eighth. But um, well, you look at it, you know they I mean the Yankees uh, they got what they got they, a big hit from Judge last night is what they got. They they did get a big hit. From, well, first of all, how do you throw? Did you see that? Did you see, how do you throw? There's nobody on. You're in the bottom of the ninth. You throw Judge a strike right there. You just just. Groove him one over, right? Well, I mean, it was clearly a mistake. But yeah, I pitched to him. I don't. I don't like to put the winning run on base. I'm, I, not, I'm not that. I, I hear you. Look, but he's not hitting a home run. He had thirty. He has what? Thirty something home runs. So that means out of how many at bats? So he's not hitting. The bad chances are uh, yeah, he's not hitting a no, home run. No, I think you're out of your mind. I, I, you just listen. When when you have a guy who's in the middle of a season, you avoid it. I'm not. We're not talking about with the runner on first. And, yeah, but when I'm you're not, the I'm Royals, saying, you're listen, not going anywhere. No, you're right. Go after listen, him. You're not. You're not walking the guy. 
But the guy just, you know, obviously okay, he missed the pitch. Pit. Okay, he missed the pitch. And talk and about being pissed. What about that pitch? The Royal, the kid, and that kid can pitch. That yeah. kid for the Royals. I, I didn't. I forget who it was. I forget his name. But he's a he's a young. He's a stud. Anyway. He's a young stud. He can really pitch. He yeah. pitched eight shutout innings against the Yankees in Yankee Stadium, and yep. then to lose it like that in the ninth. Uh oh, here we go. There's a two run home run for the Mets. There we go. Who hit it? Brandon Nimmo. Brandon Nimmo. Big one. Big one. Six four Mets as Nimmo takes inning. it over the right field wall with one out in the eighth. Man, it looks like a nice New York crowd in Miami tonight. And you know what it's going to be? You know, be that's now? clearing out the 12 Miami Marlins fans. You know what, after they get the next two out, what, what time it is? What? It's this time, Brad. Uh oh. There we go, Bob. It's coming out. I used to hate this song. Now I love it. I know. Now, uh... Best closer in baseball. 6-4 Mets in the eighth. Oh. Now we got... Now we got the next guy. We got Marte. Double away from the cycle coming up. Oh, that's right. He does. He had, he had two chances double at it this year. Double away from the cycle. How are the Yankees doing? The Yankees are losing 5-3. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. So I'm getting us into the games. Your attention, please. Now pitching for the Mets. Number 39, Edwin Diaz. All right. You know who the Mets PA announcer is? You know whose kid he is? Um, Howard Cosell. Oh, nice. I'm sorry, grandkid. Howard Cosell's grandkid. Wow. I don't, I, he's not great. He's not as good as as uh, Joe Tolleson for the uh, for the Rangers. I don't, I don't I think that. the Yankee game is in a delay right now in the uh, top of the eighth. But they're down five three. Down five three. The Royals. Full game. Um, the Yankees. I mean, they're slipping. Panic th- mode. <laughs> Full panic mode. Eleven no, and a half game lead. Because the Red Sox keep li- the Red Sox are now in last place. Yeah. Did you? And then I was gonna. Br- I brought this up to you before the show, but because uh, we didn't. The, the twenty eight. 28 to 5 I believe was the final of that game, right? They they Blue Jays yep. last week. Yep. Uh the stat of the week that I have is fifth inning Blue Jays had two on, uh two out, nobody on, zero runs in. Fifth inning, two out, nobody on, zero runs in. They scored 11 runs. 11 runs without making an out. <laughs> that means you bat So what was there any there was nobody on? No, two out, nobody on. 11 runs scored. So you batted through the lineup, plus two batters, without... without yeah, yeah, yeah. No, without, they all scored, plus, like, four. That's, yeah, that's, without, an out, without an out, yeah. Was it hits or walks? I mean, I, we should, we should, we should deep was, it. Listen, it was hits, walks, errors. The, well, they, yeah, I know, but, like, anything in the that guy game. walked, like, six guys in a row, probably. Not. I mean, you saw the grand, the, the walk, the, uh, the grand slam. Yeah. And speaking of uh, inside the park grand slams, did you see um, Benintendi oh, last yeah. night for the Orioles? Yeah. And what would possibly be his last at bat as a Baltimore Oriole, which I'll get to in a second, I think is absurd. The, the Orioles are three games out of the playoffs. He hit one off of the center fielder's face, I guess, or yeah, the right fielder's yeah, face. Yeah, and face. He, and it, I mean, I guess I would call that an error. They, they all say lost in the sun. To me, that's got to be caught. No, that's it, I think the rule is if it hits you in the face, you got to make the catch. <laughs> I think that's, that's what my coach always told yeah, me. Rule as of a thumb, kid. rule of thumb. Yeah, I mean, listen. You, you, you know, some people have a face like oh, a catcher's mitt. Oh, it's Lindor. Lindor. I thought uh, it was going to be Marte. I thought you said Marte was up. That's why I looked. Yeah. I saw a double. But um, so the Orioles now, speaking of the trade deadline, the Orioles are 
three games out of the third wild card. Now imagine this guy. Yeah, Ben Attendee is like he's like the the folk hero over there. He's their best player. He cured. He uh, cured. He he beat cancer last year. He had all these treatments, and he's come back and he's having a great year. And now you're gonna trade him? Like, what's the point? Like, why not go for it? They, they, they've been such a bad team for they're, so long. They're a half a game away from last place right But now. they're three games out of the playoffs. The playoffs don't matter anymore like you think they do. You're right, but it's not the same. You're, you're three games out of a chance to play a game to go to the playoffs. Okay. I don't want to hear that this play-in game is the playoffs. Okay, so it's not it, the playoffs for you. It's not. It's a play-in game. Okay. If you give me a three-game series, I'll tell you it's the playoffs. These guys are rooting for a chance to... Uh, listen... Do they have a shot? I mean, yeah. The, the three yeah. games out of the out of the wild but, card. Okay, what's their record? What's their record? 50 and 49? 50 and 49. Okay, so one game under 500. Nope, okay. Yeah. They yeah. have had they have been 70 win teams the last 3 years. Yeah. Terrible teams. You finally got a 500 team. You may be getting rid of one player to be Why fun. even what's the point of being a fan then? You finally no, got I'm with you. Team. No, I'm with you. This is uh, this is exactly what we but, talked about no. with with uh, the conundrum any team was going to have to come in when this trade deadline came because the trade deadline is too early with the n- new expanded playoffs. They needed to push the trade deadline back a little bit to weed out what teams are in it or not in it in the next few weeks. Okay, but how about you try and sign them? I mean, he's, wait, did you tell me no, they the know money the, to they sign know him? the writing on the wall. They know either, one, he doesn't want to be there, they got no chance of signing him, or they can't afford it. No, no. Wh- whatever the, I don't, I okay. don't know what the answer He is. wants to be there, one, because he gave, he did like, uh, he was like crying after the game, like, you know, this and that. Yeah. He's the, he's the, he's a folk hero down there. He's their favorite, he's everyone's favorite player. If he wanted to be jerseys. there, then why not play for a dollar? Here you go. You're mine. Dollar contract. No problem. Dollar a year. You want to be no, there, right? No, let's not be ridiculous. Give, give him a, no, you said he wants to be there. Yeah, well, you know what? They, I mean, they, come on. The Orioles cured his cancer. Now he's here. Your <laughs> <laughs> dollar a year. You deserve it. Um, Good organization. Uh, you're uh, making uh, fun of them. Free, free, free flights. Two minutes stuff ago, like they cured cancer, and now you're, you're but selling them down he, the river. I said he beat. I, said, I started to say he cured cancer. No, they paid not. for it. Insurance. No, the uh, his union paid for it. Nah, he no. Nah, well, his union paid it came for at, it. Part, it came out of his check. That's the best union in the country. Now, speaking of the trade deadline, now would now we we've been talking Soto was the is the big prize. Is he going to get traded? Is he not going to get traded? I I'm starting to lean towards no, and I'm starting to lean towards if he does get traded, he's not coming here. I think it might be. San Diego or the Cardinals? They are my two. Yeah, I see that. Um, they, they're just not backing off what they want. If they change their minds at the last minute and reduce by, you're talking. I don't think it's as much as people think. Like they're right now, they want everybody's home minor league system. They want like their top four prospects well, yeah, or five they don't prospects. Have to trade them. Right, and a major leaguer. In, in we know what the deal is. McNeil, say plus four of our best guys. Now what? Okay. Now 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 listen. Now is it? Is it worth it? Is soda worth it? Uh, that I hey, who knows. I said yes. I said I, yes, but after this interview that we're going to play for you in a minute, I, I started to rethink I, it a little. I don't bit. think when you start saying you're going to swap out McNeil for him also, and you're going to give up all the top top guys, I don't. I don't. I really don't think it's worth it. One, you have to still have to sign him to this massive contract, and you are then hitching your wagon. The entire Mets future is on three men, and it's going to be Alonzo. It's going to be Lindor. And it's going to be Soto. And now listen. And McNeil. No, McNeil's going to be playing for Washington. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, I would trade uh, I, I would trade Alonzo for him in a heartbeat. And so is Alvarez. 
And so is Mauricio. Yeah, no, no, but they have a day. They're all going. Okay, you know what? Let's just get to the interview because that answers the question with Alvarez and everything like that. Don't get me it's worked a good up inter- now. It's an interesting I'm interview. Worked up. Um, I, I wanted to give everybody, because we all think, you know, everybody here is Soto and this, that. I wanted to give everybody the Washington perspective I don't want of the Washington Soto. perspective. So it's going to be, um, this is going to be, it's an interview I conducted with Tim Shovers. He's the executive producer at of the Nat, Nat Chat podcast. And here's my interview with him from last night. Hi, Sarah Walters here, wife of Locked Up Sports host Bob Walters. He is sick of hearing what I have to say about the show and wants to hear from you, the listeners. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, click the leave a review link and then you can leave some comments for the guys. Do you listen to the show from an app that doesn't have listener reviews? Then visit our website, LockedUpSports.net. Here you can listen to past episodes, see what other listeners have said, and leave a review of your own. Good or bad, Bob Bob and Brett want to hear it all. Looking forward to seeing what you guys have to say. Hey, this is Doc Gooden, and you're listening to Locked Up Sports. All right, we are here joined by Tim Shovers, the executive producer of Nat's Chat Podcast. And, uh, Tim, thanks for joining the show. Thanks for having me on. It's thrilled to be here. And uh, I wanted to get, get you on to get a little different perspective of the Soto deal or not deal, whatever it may be, as we are talking about it big here in New York, you know, with, with everything that's going on with the Mets and the Yankees. Um, what a, now, is Soto as good as advertised? Uh, interesting you ask that. Hitting-wise, yeah, I think he is. I think he is the best hitter in baseball, him or Trout. You could go either way, but... Uh, I usually go by the five-tool scale. I don't know about you. And if you go by the five-tool scale, he can hit. He can hit for power with the best of them. But he uh, makes mistakes on the bases all the time. You'd be surprised. Uh, He's not a very good base runner. His fielding is, I would say, at best average, if not worse. And his arm can be erratic. So, yeah. Great at hitting, but I only give him two tools on the five-tool scale. It's interesting that you say that because base running is, is so underrated. It's so important. Uh, you know, you run yourself out of innings, stuff like that. That could kill you in a game. Yeah, I mean, I, you, I could just see it now. Let's just say he were he were playing in City Field. Uh, some of the mistakes he makes, you know, you got a you got a hot crowd in that night. There, the boobers would be out very quickly in Queens. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely, absolutely. And you say he's not he's not a great fielder, but his hitting does make up for it. I mean, he's a he's a He's one of the better hitters of this generation. Now, do you think do you think a team's going to overpay when they when they get him? Oh, definitely. And um, it, and and I think overpay is the right word because um, this, I mentioned the three flaws that he has that I only gave him two tools. But the biggest flaw he has is he can't pitch. So um, <laughs> you know, so he and he's not a catcher and he's not a shortstop. So the gargantuan numbers we're talking about for a guy that plays right field. Um, yeah, I do think someone someone will overpay for him um, whenever that day is. Now, I haven't decided yet whether I, I believe he's going to be traded. I, I don't know. Now, you were talking uh, before we went on about the uh, the ownership change coming in. I think that's a check in that he does get traded because you don't want to come on as new owner and be the guy who trades away the, you know, the star of the franchise. Yeah, I hear you on that, except, though, that it could potentially devalue the sale of the franchise if you get rid of their biggest asset. So um, I'm talking about things that I am not, I don't have the degree to back up. But 
I, I think that there's two sides of the coin, and I actually think that the ownership uncertainty lends in the favor of him not getting traded before next week. Now, what's the what's the sentiment there in down in DC? Is the, do the do the fans do they would do they kind of understand what's going on here? Do they understand he has to get dealt, but they're upset about it? What's the uh, what's the feel? Yeah, it's funny you ask that. So the the predominant feeling is, oh no, do not trade him. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I have gotten emails though from our list our our ace listeners, uh, the kind of listeners that email in random long statistical back emails all the time. And they, to a man and woman, say that they b- believe that it, as painful as it is that they should trade him because the farm system is so bereft. The pitching situation is so shallow. You would be you would be surprised, uh, Bob, at how weak the farm system is right now. And, you know, in a cold-hearted baseball sense, the move is to trade him. But we're, you know, it's more than that because it's it's fans and uh, where the team's at in morale. And the last three, ever since the World Championship, you know, since 2020, it's just been one nightmare after another for this franchise. So it's a very precarious uh, situation here in DC. Hey, look, listen. As a Mets fan, I would trade all the nightmares for a long time for another for a championship. So you know, you, you guys got your championship. At Corbin, they're going to deal Corbin as well, I believe, right? Well, um, there's talks of that, but there was a, a lot of um, chatter that Corbin would be t- tied to the hip of Soto, but if you do that, you devalue Soto and you would get fewer prospects. So I just don't think that's the move. If someone's willing to pick up his deal, he's got a lot of money left um, for two and a half more years. But as every day goes by, the contract isn't as terrible as it looked a year and a half ago when it was like, oh, no, they have four more years of this. <laughs> yeah. And he does eat innings, and periodically he does strike people out. Now, his ERA is above six, and sometimes it's batting practice. But I so I don't think they're going to trade him because I don't think the right deal can happen for that. Now, I, I, I think, I, I mean, the right move, obviously. And I, that's a good point with the devaluing Soto if you uh, attach him on the deal because now you've now you got a decent piece, you know, you got a pitcher going along with him. Now you guys are thirty three and sixty five. The deal, the move is to trade him. You guys could get better. You could get big futures. Who do you think? Now today the leader seems to be the Cardinals. Yesterday it was the Gi- it was the Dodgers. Then it was the Giants. The Mets a week ago. Who do you think could put the better uh, put together the best package? I would say it's the Dodgers. I heard a stat last night that according to MLB Pipeline, they have six of the top seventy five prospects. Um, now I can't tell you a single one of their names or anything about them. Mm-hmm. I just heard that statistic. And I don't understand how the Dodgers always seem to have that in, uh, every year. It's, it's, it's quite something what they've populated. So, you know, bet, you know, if you asked me this question 20 years ago and George Steinbrenner were still around, I would have said the Yankees. But now my answer is always the Dodgers by default. Yeah, I, I, you know what, though? I think there might be a sneaky team. Like, this is the, it, the, the, the weird thing about this thing with the two and a half years is even the small market teams could kind of be in on it. Like, someone like Tampa Bay could be in on it because they could – you know, make the deal, get him back, and then have him for a year, year and a half, and get an even bigger haul then when they deal him again instead of giving him a contract. Uh, you know, I hadn't thought about that, but now that you say that, you are right that in, if we're doing cold, hard analytics, um, you know, we're not worried about fan opinion. You could use, yeah, use it as an investment. Yeah, you are right. I mean, if, if anyone will be able to pull it off, it's Tampa, and they always have a stocks farm system. So I, I hadn't even considered that because I'm not used to thinking of Tampa in the buying sense, but you make an excellent point. Yeah, I mean, and then, listen, here with the Mets, we, you know, we're having a good year. The Yankees, of course, when we're having a good year, they're having a better year. 
you know, we we have the Mets just drafted another star catcher or another. You know, I'm, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say star catcher because you never know with these with these prospects. We could get rid of Alvarez. Do you guys? How are you guys? What positions do you guys need? What are you looking for? What are they looking for? Or they just um, need they need everything, right? Uh, anything and everything, but but to specifically answer your question, of course, pitching like always and mm. everyone. But um, middle middle infield, really, it's shortstop. They drafted this high school guy. Um, a middle infielder last year. He's still very young. He's probably going to go to third base. They desperately need a shortstop. Um, could use a center fielder. But where they are set, Bob, and this is the one thing I would like um, for your Mets fans who, who watch, who've seen the bunch, but really I'd like to hammer home. Caber Ruiz is good. Mm-hmm. And despite all their problems, the Nats do have a franchise catcher. Okay. And I think he's a multi-all-star catcher. So you that, that, in terms of just forget the pitching for a second, that is a real plus that really has gone under the radar. Now, I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the camp, and I've said it multiple times, that everybody's available. I would tell the Nats, hey, listen, come in, tell us what you want, you can have it. You know, you want, whoever you want, major leaguers, I know you want major league ready players, people high minor league, stuff like that. Some people, I mean, some people are just crazy about it, but after talking to you earlier... We were talking to you earlier in this interview, and you're like, you know, he's only two tools. He makes a lot of base running errors. Maybe I have to rethink that. He's kind of getting blown, you know, he's getting his egos getting blown up here over this last week. Yeah, it's um, it's it's really interesting. But I've enjoyed the conversation because it kind of feels like a throwback to pre-Moneyball analytics when it changed the whole conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been more of like a 90s conversation where it's just a big name out there. But, yeah, there hasn't, every time he's mentioned, no one mentions the underbelly. And uh, which, as we know, as her baseball fans, there's always an underbelly with everyone. So yeah. I, I've been surprised on that. And I agree. I mean, I want the I want the Mets to go after him. I want to get him here. But I also know that these these contracts, the contracts that he's going to get, whether he get it now or he gets a six hundred million dollar deal two two years from now, they turn out to be bad contracts. No matter how good the player is, no matter who the player is, it always ends up being dead weight on the back end. Always does. Um, which which is why. You know, my free agent philosophy would jive with what you guys did with Scherzer, where I believe in overpaying for the year, but not having um, those extra years. Yeah, I would front load the contract. I've always said front load the contracts. And I know they might retire after, you know, a couple of years, but front load the contracts, because then at least maybe you have a shot to deal them, you know, for a rental or something down the line when you're in that seventh, eighth, ninth. He's going to get, I mean, Soto's going to get 10, 10 years, you know, and he's only going to be... I guess he's going to be 35, 36 when it runs out. So he, he's going to be old. It's going, to, it's going to turn out to not be a great deal. Yeah, well, you mentioned 30. So let's, he's 23 right now. And he was offered that 12-year extension, which would put him right where you said. But I don't know about you, Bob, and, and I don't know if you've thought about this, but like, I don't know what sports looks like post-Tom Brady. We, got, we have now a 45-year-old MVP quarterback. Like, could Soto play till he's 43? You know, like yeah, I two more deals ahead of him. There's a, yeah, there's only one of those though. There's only one Tom Brady out there. You know, I mean, I guess Bartolo Colon he did it for a while. Um, I think Ricky Henderson is still playing somewhere. You know, but yeah. you know he's still playing somewhere. Now, um, as far as as far as the Nats go, uh, what 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 happened to Strasburg? Yeah, it's been um, just ever since. So he signs a huge seven year deal uh, early December, so about a month after the World Series. And everything that could go wrong has gone wrong since. And he's only pitched in one major league game this year. He had just a handful of rehab starts. And there's no current word on his status. 
but it would really surprise me if we see him throw another pitch this year. And, you know, I talk about the Corbin contract. I mean, the Strasburg deal is, is even worse. It's like 200, it or not. Like 200 right? Two, seven years, 245, and this is year three. We're not even halfway done. Yeah, you see, that's the a nightmare. That's a nightmare. Right there. Yeah, it's ruined the t- it's it's killed everything. I mean, because you know, um, yeah. I mean, they, they the, you can make the argument that the, the Nats have the two worst contracts in baseball on their pitching staff. Well, hey, listen, as a Mets fan, I know all about that. I know all about bad contracts. You know, we turned uh, Carlos uh, Robbie Alomar from a sure first ballot Hall of Famer into the, into a not Hall of Famer. You know, and. I- I completely forgot that he played for the Mets. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, we ruined them. We ruined them. We ruined a lot of players. But they, I mean, with, with Strasburg, he was, I mean, I, it's almost like Strasburg was better. Maybe he had he pitched in bigger moments. He got the World Series MVP. But it's almost like a Harvey situation that we dealt with here. Just kind of yeah, fell, off, I, fell off the face of the earth. Totally. I mean, I would say I give him a little more credit than Harvey, but your, your point is uh, totally lands. Um I would, yeah. I mean, actually, Harvey is the perfect one. I should, I should give you more credit because didn't Harvey have TOC surgery, the thoracic? Yes, allergy? yes, yes, yes. And that's what Strasburg had. So it's the same thing. And um, if we're go, if we're going off the Harvey model, uh, we scarier times lay ahead. Okay. So now, um, your gut, who did, does Soto go? And if he goes somewhere, if he goes somewhere now, or in the off season, where do you think he ends up? Uh, I actually don't think he's going to get traded uh, this week, and um, I don't think he's going to get dealt at all because I think a new deep pocket owner is going to come in. There are a lot of interest on this team, and I, I really—it's uh, almost like yes, the learners the have looks like they're done with him, but they're also almost done with the franchise. So, um, given all the unknown information, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the real minority opinion that he's not that on opening day 2023. He's wearing a Nats uniform now. Is he is he going to be bitter about that? Does he want to be traded now, or does he he really doesn't care either way? Yeah, well, I mean, if they change owners, then we're start, we're hitting the reset button. So um, I would give you if if there was the team wasn't up for sale and what happened last week happened, I'd say yeah, we probably have a severed relationship here. But because if the ownership changes hands, then we're starting from scratch, and it's it's a whole new ballgame. Yeah, I mean, he had a big night last night. Was it, two for four with a triple, two RBI. So he's still, you know, he's still playing. He's not like a, you know, he's not mailing it in or anything. But um, so tell us, tell us a little bit about uh, Nats Chat, the podcast. Yeah, uh, we do episodes after every single game. Uh, you heard that right, <laughs> including on the West Coast, um, and uh, we have it up by five a.m. We are called Nats Chat. Uh, and we are hosted by Mark Zuckerman and Al Galdi. Uh, Mark Zuckerman has covered the Nationals since day one, starting in 2005, and Al has been a host in the D.C. radio podcast area for over 20 years, so we got the two top baseball minds, and we bring you very, um, you know, we bring you the good and the bad, and we just report the news and the weather on the show, and it's about 30 to 40 minutes an episode, and uh, if you miss the game or if you watch every pitch, we're there for you. Uh, giving you everything you need to know about uh, the Washington Nationals on a day-to-day basis. I listened to a couple of the episodes uh, today, and they're, and they're good. They're good, folks. They're good. They, you know, whether you're a Nationals fan or just a baseball fan like I am. I'm, not, I'm a baseball junkie, so. But uh, it, it's, it's a good show. Give it a try. The name of the show is Nats Chat Podcast, and your name is Tim Shovers, the ex- executive producer. Tim, I want to thank you for giving us a couple minutes here tonight. Oh, thanks for having me on. This was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Thank you, Tim. Thanks for coming by. 
Thanks, Bob. Uh, all right, so we want to thank Tim Shovers again for taking some time to, to, to talk with us. It sounds like uh, Stella liked the interview, Brett. Stella really liked that interview today. She, she, she's like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I got a little suspicious of Tim. <laughs> Give me a Stella. So, um, like I said, I thought it was I thought it was an interesting interview because you got I didn't realize how bad of a base runner he was or how, like or how poor he was in the field. Yeah, it, it really does. Um, you know, amplifies it shows you exactly. How much everybody's just hyping up the positives on people, and it's the same concept as you know, uh, you know, really just trying to have somebody like that come over. Who is he worth it? Like, is he worth dumping? We're not talking about you're talking about really emptying your yeah, minors. Emptying the minors, emptying the minors, probably plus we one or two. Most of those guys don't pan out. When you look at all the trades in the past of who the minor leaguers who have went, and even the ones who, in their first year, we thought they were going to be whatever they were, they don't turn out to be. You know, uh, those superstars like a well, guy. Most like of them don't. Most of them don't. No, I mean, for that, sure. You know why? Because look at look at Generation K. We thought we were good for for yeah. 10, 15 years. It turned out none of them were good except Isringhausen, and he was good 10 years later as a closer. See, I'm a little less optimistic when it comes to pitchers panning out in that way because I feel like if they were, they'd probably, you know, they're showing you and they're already there. Um, and they'd be in the in the league, and when you get a good look at them, there's no major league team who's given up a pitcher who you look at that's like, that's Max Scherzer, or that's the next DeGrom, or that's the next, if you're in, especially a team like the Mets, yeah. that, you know, yeah. is that good. I mean, listen, you, you, but, but, but on the other hand, Bad the other side of the coin is, Soto could be the difference for the Mets. He could put them over the top. Now, the one thing I didn't like is that he's, that he makes bonehead base running mistakes. Yeah. Because you know what, that... Base running is more like baseball IQ. You you know you know the ball the plays yeah. in front of you. You either listen to your coach, yeah, or you make stu or or you do it. So you make your own decisions. I can make it because it's me. Yeah, or I can like, make it to third because it's as I'm Juan Soto. See the way I took it was like, there's the, he forgets how many outs there are. He's not yeah. running. He's, he's taking too big a lead. He's not taking a secondary lead. He's not you know he's not. And those things don't kill forget, you. Don't forget the kid's twenty three. You know, we you can learn other things, and I'm not talking like the the not baseball IQ or the instincts that you grow up with, but you know, with the right coaching and under the right stuff, that guy can maybe we can be taken to the next level. Yeah, I mean, but he's already at this level. He should know how to run the bases, and he and apparently he makes bad base running mistakes. And I'm not, that's not really, I still want him on the team. Yeah, but that's change. That's teaching. Because he's ball, like so. a, he's like a, you know, besides Trout, he's the he's the best hitter, and he's he's equal with Trout as far as the best hitter in the game. Now, do you want to hold out and go for Otani? I would much rather that. I'm, what is Otani well, going to get? He turned out, Soto turned out $400 million. He's yeah. probably going to get 600 now yeah. in two years. What does Otani get? He's a top pitcher and a, and a top home run hitter. I mean... Does he get a, Does he get 800 Does he get 700 When is he a free agent? Next year? He, yeah, after yeah, he has next year. Yeah, so he's, he gets to play next year. They have control so next year. And then after the 23 season... Um, I don't know. Do you, you look think, at? Do you think there's any chance they get rid of him? I think there is a chance they get rid of him. Absolutely. The Angels like in the off season or like I, next year. Like, do they I just hang around? I think both of them. Like, they both lose. Like, honestly, you're going to lose a, one guy for holding on to them right now. I you're think, losing a pennant yeah. race. I, you lose it. You need. You get either two pennant races out of Otani, or you get three pennant races. Yeah, but out they're of not. A, they're the same. Go look at their record, Brett. They're, they're the same situation as as Baltimore. They first of all, Baltimore was over. Baltimore was overachieving this year. 
The Angels, every the Angels are never good. How long have they had Trout for? How long have the, the Angels haven't been good since back when they were winning? Did the you World see what World Series? Trout? Did you yeah, see the Trout? Oh, you make- know what? I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, he looks like he's he's a David Wright situation. They, they're talking, and not trying to say, oh no, this isn't a career-ending injury, but they're talking a rare back, a thoracic spine, very rare back disorder. And you're talking, listen, listen, I'm a nurse. You get cervical spine, all right. You got up at the top near your neck. Okay. Then you got your lumbar down near the bottom, all right. Thoracic's the middle. So he's T5 in the middle. Let me tell you, that's everything when it comes to like around your rib cage and swinging and playing, and there's no fixing that. There's no like, you're just sitting around, and if that guy goes and has major back surgery, yeah, maybe he'll be able to play. He won't be able to hold up for games, like you said. Very similar to a David Wright situation. David Wright, Tom yeah, Maddie. Again, that contract you talked about earlier and those long contracts, this is it. This is why you don't do it. You but, yeah, but anybody would have given Trout that contract. If you think Juan Soto's playing like Juan Soto in seven years or he's eight not, years or not. nine years, he's not. And I disagree with what he said with the Tom Brady thing. Listen, Tom, there's one Tom Brady, and Tom Brady is, he's going to, eventually he's going to, one of these years he's going to, I mean, this is last yes. year. I think this year he doesn't play as well, or is Tom he, Brady. Or is he Ted Williams, or is he Tony Gwynn? Does he turn into, is that what we're looking at, and we're just wrong right now? And they just go on for, there's guys who do it. Some guys can just hit. Yeah, What, no, if, what if all you can do in this world is hit baseballs? And you know what? You make a couple base running blunders, but I hit 320. Oh, oh listen, I'm not hitting home runs every year. I st- for eight that, years. That, Don't, that, Don't get me wrong. Imagine that's that's eight years of, of yes. 320. You trade that for two garbage. 30 home runs. You We're looking at guys like we're talking about Lindor. Like he's having a good year at like 250 because he's got RBIs. You know why? Because he's in a good lineup. Lindor, listen, you Imagine he hit 330. How many RBIs would Lindor have? He hit 330 right now. I've said it before. I don't care about the money. Because no, I don't either. Production. I'm going to even care about the regular season. If these guys, if Lindor shows up, he can be a, a hero this postseason by just showing up then. Give yes. me a clutch guy. Yeah, you don't clutch. have to be, you know what? If you don't put up a 300 average for your Mets career and you don't make the Hall of Fame, I don't care. But if you show up in the postseason in the clutch, then you're a hero for life around here. But you're right about Trout. And I forgot to, to mention that when I was when we were talking before the show about, like, well, what's going on? We forgot we no, forgot. No, that's, that's huge news because, you no, know what? I'm telling you. It's no good. It's no that's good. That's not fixable the way that you think it is. And it's a, you wait around and find, then as soon as you start working again, it's going to come back. And then they go, oh, okay, we're going to go do some, you know, uh, a discectomy. Or we're going to go yeah. in and put in a f- spinal fusion. Or we're going to go ahead, you know, d- let me tell you. And if you don't realize him again, and every, I mean, I guess everybody has done. Everybody's woken up with a stiff back, slept wrong, whatever. But you don't realize how much you use your back for until you oh, yeah. until you have a bad yeah. back. Yeah, when when every breath hurts, then you're like, oh yeah, yeah. You use your back for everything, and it's and oh yeah. You know what? That's let a, me tell you, he's devastating. That, that contract's in trouble. Um, and Otani, did you hear what he said after the game last night? They were like, so what do you think? Do you would you, would you you want to be an angel? Or you want to be? He goes, well, I'm an angel now. That was his response. He's like literally like, listen, the guy's been here. You know, he's been here. I didn't realize how five years. No, has, I don't know oh, because he's he, been here. No, has he? Has he been pitching? Let me tell you, nowhere near the playoffs. The guy has got to be. This is the prime of nowhere the only, near the playoffs. They've trapped. They've got. They've two of the. We don't know how long this is going to last for Otani either. No, so no, you're right. Great contract wise and all that stuff, but he may have like four or five more years of this, and he's like, you can't waste it. I mean, totally wasted. Yeah, the, the Angels, listen, the Angels have been one of the... Be- we don't talk much about it. We don't hear much about it because it's out on the West Coast. They're playing the games at 10 o'clock at night every night. And the Dodgers are the team out there. But the Angels have been a major disappointment. Dude, this like, season. Like, on the level... Five years, How nothing. old is he? How old what is he? What a waste. Total waste. I mean, the, you know what? The Dodgers... Uh, the Dodgers. The Angels are on the level. Not quite. 
But on the level of disappointment of, of almost Nets, yeah. if you think about it. 28 years old. Otani, in his prime, the best pitcher and one of the best and top 10 hitter. What do you think he got paid this year? Oh, he got $20 million, something like that? 5.5. 5.5, wow, that's a bargain. So, so a he, bargain, yeah. He's going to be going over. A bargain. He's going to want to make up that. Why did they not rework his contract? Why do you not get double when you go to pitch also? That's why I want. Why do you not say, oh, no, I want my pitcher's contract now. Yeah, I want yeah, my yeah, batter's yeah. contract. Yeah, I want $60 million. I would like my pitcher's contract. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you know, you know what? I don't like how they do. You know how they do the rule where it's uh, you got to be uh, if you're you know when they bring in uh, pitchers, uh, regular the uh, position players to pitch. Yes. The rule is you have to be down, up or down by five runs. Okay. But how do they like? Is he a position player? Is he a pitcher? Like nobody. You're just a player on the team. Yeah. I, I saw something where I forget who the player was, but he had more. Uh, relief appearances than his father had, and his father he's a right fielder, and his father was a major league pitcher, a starter. I, I I'd slip in my mind who it was, but he had more relief appearances this year than his father had in his whole career, <laughs> because the, I think he plays for the Reds or something. Yeah. You know, the Reds are god awful. But so we'll see. I still want him. I still want Soto, and I, I I would rather Otani. But that's why Otani's upset. That's why he made that comment that you just said. Because why would they not rework his deal? Remember, because they yeah. reworked the Grom. Hey, yeah. listen, listen. We know you're coming up, but we're going to pay you an extra twenty million this year, an extra fifteen million. And the Grom's been hurt all year. Otani's been much more valuable than the Grom. So it'll be interesting. It's August second, six o'clock is the trade deadline. August second, six o'clock. So what are your predictions? So what do you think? You, who do? You, where do you think these? Like, what do you think? Do you think the Yankees are able to pick up the reliever that they're looking for? I, um, I think. I think. I think the Mets get Robertson. Okay. I think the Mets get J.D. Martinez. Who gets right, Who gets Louis Castillo? Who gets Frankie Montas? I think the Yankees get Castillo. Yeah, there's a good chance. Noah uh, Syndergaard? I think uh, Syndergaard, I have no idea. And to be honest with you, I don't even care. No, well... This is yeah, another one. This is another one with the Angels. That, that, he's with the Angels, but he might be a Yankee really soon. Oh, God, I hope he's a there's Yankee. There's a good chance he's a Yankee. I think... I, yeah. I hope he's a Yankee. They'll get Castillo, and Castillo's good. Castillo's good. I know. And the Mets, the, the Mets need the Mets need Robertson. Mets they need Robertson. the bullpen. Um, I, I what do you think about the catcher? What do you think? What do you think they got? You think they go after uh, Contreras because they're talking about the whole deal? No, I think what they get is I think they get JD Martinez. Okay. I think from the from the Red Sox. I think they get JD Martinez, and I think that that's their big move. Yeah. I think Soto stays stays put, and I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say, watch out for the blockbuster Otani gets dealt. <laughs> I just. I just don't see well, it. I think, Why it's like, I think it's like not enough time. Like where you would have to, uh, uh, like, just for them to be like, I, you have that sitting in your lap, and you got another season of it, and you can get whatever for it. Uh, I think it's just too quick for them to, to mean, pull the trigger. I don't know how you how you how you get. I, I don't know how you. I mean, you got to go. I would be offering them whatever they want. Now I said that last week about Soto, and I would still do that. I would still get. Would you trade here? I'm, you, I'm against getting rid of the major leaguers. Would you trade Alonzo? I would. I would actually sell my. I'm all for the farm system, but I'm I'm not for going. Oh, okay, we're going to trade you a guy who hits 300 for McNeil for a guy who hits 300, and you're trading off some extra home runs. So now this is this is the that's this, the trade off. Yeah, but just to see where you stand, where his his very yeah Alonzo and Degrom for Soto. No. No. I would do it. Alonzo um, DeGrom for Soto? Absolutely. Uh, Alonzo and McNeil and... You know... Alonzo, McNeil, and DeGrom. 
See, I'm not a fan <laughs> of, of getting rid of the major leaguers because the Mets have proven they have a cohesive unit that can play good ball, that adding a piece to subtract a piece of something that's working, to me, isn't a smart baseball move at this point for them. If you're taking away from the minor leaguers who these guys have never met and nobody has anything attached to, and you want to add in the other guys who nobody really wants that have upside possibly, and it might cost you a couple other guys. It might be Tom Smith plus whoever else, J.D. Davis also. You want to give me both of them plus you're going to sell out your whole minor league? I'd, I'd consider it. Um, but when you say your whole minor league plus real major league talent that could be MVP material hitting 330 with, you know, 20 home runs and actually leading the team. Now, I don't know. Another thing that he said in that, 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 spot, that spot was that they, don't, they have a franchise catcher, which I didn't even realize that they had a franchise catcher. So they're not in the market, Falvarez. You know what? Yeah, but that's if still, Soto goes, that's still a good piece, no matter I'm what you take the piece. I'm going to stick with my, 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 the thing I said in the, uh, in the interview that he didn't really know. If Soto goes, he goes to Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay holds him for two years, and then yeah, trades him off home. for an even bigger haul as an investment. They're not going to get that for him in his last year. You're going to get one. You're right. That was next year. Like, so what? You're taking him for this year for a playoff run. So for next year to trade him or to hold on to him for next year also, and then it's his last year. Okay, you're, so not, you're not getting what you think you are in your last. Next year, year you get it. Next year you get it. They, I can see them doing next that. Next year you get it. I'll, I'll give you that. But um, and then we yeah, got Tampa Bay. You got it. Yeah, you. Then we got Tampa Bay in the World Series. Man, I don't, I, don't, I don't think that's true, and that's the problem, is I don't think it's true. So what are your, what's your predictions real fast? Because then we'll get to the football real for a couple minutes. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, I I really don't I, I don't see Otani going anywhere this year. Uh, I, I think the Angels stick with him. They're going to go trade, you know, whoever else they can, and I think Syndergaard will be gone. Um, but I don't think it gets done. I Honestly, I don't think. I think everybody's still playing who they're playing for, Soto and Otani, uh, and next week, but... Um, you know, it was up to me. I hope the Mets, you know, hold out. And at the last minute, the Nationals decide, and they may. They very well may say, no, listen, we are selling, we're trading them no matter what today, and they back off at the last minute. But it's not going to be the Mets. It'll be somebody else. Well, that's why it's a deal. And you know what? Yeah, we might all be deal. shocked at how good of a deal someone got you for know, Soto in a week. No, now. I think they're going to overpay. You know who it's going to be? It's going to be the Cardinals. Cause, and the Cardinals will be good for the next 10 years. Like, they're always good. And yeah, but that ridiculous. doesn't guarantee. It guarantees you get Soto for this year and two more. That's all it guarantees. So, anyway, that was, that was an interesting interview. Um, NFL training camps opened up last week, like I said. Uh, not really too much news. Um, Brett's going to give you some Jets in a minute. Still the biggest news, I think, out of Jets and Giants camp are these uniforms and the helmets for the Jets and... I'm still not expecting. I'm still down on Daniel Jones and everything like that. So, Brett, yeah, well, the Jets. listen, we all know the Giants have no chance. Um, you did, Brett, the, the Gen- real quick. Giants over under in Vegas seven and a half. Jets over under in Vegas five and a half. So don't don't don't, don't be so, right yeah, Don't be too crazy about that. That's that's. Listen, can we parlay the under for the Giants and the over for the Jets this year, Bob? I'm with you. It's a, in a locked up sports account. Yeah. And we'll talk about this in a couple months. So we. <laughs> How so, much? How much you got left? What do you have in your wallet? Do you have any in cash? Yeah, I, I have like fifty bucks. In my fifty? Wallet. I'll match fifty. All right, we got a hundred dollars on the the Jets over. Jets over Giants. Giants under. under. Okay. We are guar- now, guaranteed loss. Do, um, now, what, what's up with the Jets? How are their injuries? Anything going on? Well, listen, it looks like they're moving Makai Becton over, which, that you know, they're, they're pretty much like we're scared of him on the left side and you're not protecting the quarterback enough, but they've beefed up enough um, where they're looking pretty good. But we'll, we'll see how. I, listen, honestly, I, I have no idea. I'm not and they got the guy from San Francisco, right? Who'd they get? Well, they picked up, well, he, it, Quan Alexander, a linebacker who... 
had a great season with uh, San Francisco. He played under Sal over there. Um, injuries. Big guy with injuries. If he stays healthy, he's great. You know, that's, I mean, isn't that the story of so many So they're taking players? a flyer on him. Yeah, I mean, they're taking a flyer on him. Yeah, but people are talking, you know, that he was, you know, kind of uh, a, a decent... Uh, and the fact that they have moved, uh, what's his face, over to, the right, yeah, over to the right tackle... First of all, it doesn't matter what deal you get in the NFL. It's always a weak deal. It's a one-week deal. Well, Every deal is well, a one-week well, deal. Well, there's a lot more. The good guys are getting their guaranteed money, which... I, now I, they're getting guaranteed well, money. You, it's, 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 you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube now that they gave uh, these quarterbacks oh, no, these man. guaranteed money. They're going to they're gonna live Don't forget that. Live DK Metcalf just got his money. DK Metcalf just got a whole bunch of, of uh, big money, guaranteed money. Um, it, they're all going to start... Listen, Lamar Jackson, what do you think about a guy like him not... Going into camp with no contract on his I last like, year. I like Lamar last, Jackson. People last year of his rookie contract. No, I'm all for it. But I'm saying he's he represents himself. Sits by himself. Nobody else. Oh, he's got no no, no agent. It's him and his mom. That's right. it. And, and they, got, they ask him. They go. Oh, they call. They've been waiting for him to call. That's it's him. No, nobody. I mean, nobody. But that's like a guy who represents himself in court. Like you know, like the, the saying says, a person who represents himself in court has a fool for a, a client. Yeah, but but. You save yourself like 15, 20%, right? Save a nice chunk. I guess, but you could get, you listen, they're all business in those but, meetings. But they're how do you business. feel about a guy walking into camp and actually playing when if you roll your ankle and break your ankle or tear your ACL, you're not getting that deal? Whereas if you just sat, and I'm talking you sat for one extra week, they're going to be at the, they're going to be at the table. Yeah, I mean, they don't even hit in training camp anymore. They, they have, you know, they don't, they don't, and no, they don't I, even have like. I know, but why? If you if you hold out, do, are you for holding out or are you for just go? Uh, you're, I know you, Bob. But you're you're, you're in for your, you're in your contract. <laughs> you got your last year, your rookie deal. Yeah, you're worth a half a billion dollars. But but if you tear your knee, you're not. No, listen, I wouldn't. No, Walking I'd, down the stairs. It, yes, you, but you could do that anytime. Yeah. I have, I, well, you got to sign this contract anytime also, Reagan, so I'll be a quarterback for the rest of your but life. I think these guys are great now. With, and when you're already in the, in the NFL, you should play your contract. But I'm in college, I'd forget it. I would not. I, if I was a, a prospect, I would never step foot into a bowl game. Never. Never. They're I, crazy. Listen, college is the pros these days. What do you mean? They get paid. They have free agency. No, you know what they're doing in college? They, they're lying to the kids because there's no contract. So they're saying... There's no contract. They're contractors. They're say, yeah, but so what they're saying to these kids is, come to USC. We'll, we'll guarantee you know, 500000 this yes. guy, this booster, this booster. And they get there, and nobody's paying them. It's awesome. So they're lying to the kids. It's, it's already... And it's already at the college out of hand. We don't have enough time left to talk about the that college. That should be the application, though. If you're that dumb to get in, you're not even allowed in USC. <laughs> Is USC a good school? I think USC is a good school. It is a good school. No, no, they are. Like it's hard. That's where everybody wants to go. So it's like the partiers try their hardest to get into USC, and like that's why they work hard. And where what they end up at UCLA? They end up at UCLA. I don't know. I don't know which. Yeah, that's Cal. Yeah, Cal is a good school. Cal's where you Stanford. That's where you want to go. Yeah, Tiger Woods. Um. So next week we are going to be live from Saratoga, locked up sports first field trip. First uh, remote, Big Ray, Saratoga Stumble next weekend, our big boy uh, pie up there. Uh, we're gonna have we're gonna have a, a crowd with us and yep. everything. It's gonna it's gonna be good. Um, pie, Drew, Biggins, hanging with Brady. Yeah, be ready, Brady. Oh, uh, Tom Brady? Yep. Was there a guy named? He's Brady? no, he's a big Tom Brady fan though. Who is? See, uh, Pie, our boy up there, the handicapper. The yeah, 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 yeah. His son Brady. His son Brady, and they're big Patriots fans. 
Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool okay. kid, though. Cool kid. Uh, okay. You're going to have a good time. I don't know. I, I'm going to have a big party. Time. It's a big party, but, but we're going to be doing our show from there. From, if you're in uh, Saratoga, come join us. Come Saratoga join us. next Saturday. Here we go. Well, I want the whole crowd to say, here we go. So, <laughs> that pretty much does it. The Mets have won. The Mets won 6-4. I won my bet. I had the, I had the correct score, 6-4. Uh, the Yankees are in a delay in the eighth inning. Down 5-3 to, to the AAA Royals. And as they're, they're struggling. So, next week from Saratoga, thanks for listening. For Brett Grosso, I'm Bob Walters. See ya.